From Analyze Asia, I'm Bernard Leong. You are listening to 15 Minutes, a new podcast series where every startup gets 15 minutes of fame. Hello, I'm Justin Rotman, and I'll be co-hosting this beta season of 15 Minutes with Bernard. And we are really excited about the startups we have lined up for you this season. We are here to give startups a megaphone to pitch their companies. In this first season, we have five startups from JFDI, the first and best accelerator in Southeast Asia. In every episode, we give them 15 minutes, with the first one and a half minutes where they give an elevator pitch, and the rest of the time, we'll ask them questions to guide them and to help them to think about their businesses. Today, we're here with Don Fan of Tam Bay. Tam Bay is a Vietnamese e-commerce baby product startup, and let Don take it away with his quick pitch. Hi, my name is Don Fan. I'm the co-founder and CEO of TamBay.com. We're an online baby products company in Vietnam. Da in Bea is the Vietnamese word for diaper, so we're the diapers.com of Vietnam. I started thatinbea.com after shopping for groceries with my wife. We noticed a young mom struggling to drive her motorbike while holding her baby in large packs of diapers. If you live in Vietnam or Thailand, this is something you've probably seen before. So we wanted to create something that would make her life easier. And our company motto and mission is making mom's life easier. Moms can order from our site and we'll deliver the goods to her home. So, so far we've made life easier for more than 5,500 moms. We've processed over 9,000 orders and we've made over $220,000 in revenue. This is just scratching the surface though. We're in Vietnam and Vietnam is a fantastic market with a lot of potential. The country has nearly 100 million people. There are a million and a half babies born every year and 64% of the population is under the age of 35. Last year, Vietnam was Apple's fastest growing market. So there are babies and smartphones everywhere. Wow, you just hit one minute and 20 seconds. So let me ask the first question. So how do you engage moms in Vietnam to get to your website? Well, when we started, you know, we had to do things that didn't scale. So the good thing about being in Saigon is that there are a lot of women that are either holding babies or are pregnant. So sort of the way we do things that don't scale right now is I'll give out a business card and there'll be a voucher code on the business card. And this is a trick that we saw from the guys at Uber. And then we'll introduce them to the app and we'll ask them to try it on the spot. Usually they'll need something from the store. And if we're offering them a discount, right on the spot they'll take it mm. so so for when you when you talk to the moms what is their biggest pain point then that your website solves for them every day the biggest pain point right now is just the motorbike culture if you're going to go shopping outside if you're going to go with your baby or you're going to go with anyone else in your family there's just not a lot of room to carry say three or four bags of groceries on your motorbike and diapers are very bulky items so we've very well in items that you know you typically wouldn't want to carry with you on a motorbike so diapers and even detergent bulky items so don speaking to you prior you mentioned that your company actually controls and facilitates the transportation of the goods from from your store to to the consumer so you have a kind of a group of motorcycling and people or how how do you control retention for deliverers and stuff like that Yeah, that's right. So from what our experience, we've tried everything. You know, we've tried outsourcing it, we've tried doing it in-house, and you know, we track the complaints and also customer satisfaction, and we always had more satisfaction when we controlled the process ourselves. 
And a lot of our third-party providers, the ones we tried to outsource to, actually went out of business. So we were very wary of taking on third-party partners when we think we can do a better job ourselves. How many people are there on your team now? The team has nine people. Wow. So what, what is the biggest challenge that you are going to face in Vietnam? Um, you know, we've been doing this. I mean, we had a soft launch about two years ago, and we've, we've kind of grown steadily. I think the, the biggest problem for Vietnam right now is just the lack of an ecosystem and the lack of funding. Vietnam is a terrific market and it has a lot of potential, but there aren't a lot of people that have done these kinds of startups successfully yet. Whereas, you know, if you go through a program like JFDI and you're in Singapore, you'll meet other tech entrepreneurs who've, who've done it themselves. There's a lot less of that here, but there will be more of it in the next few years. Mm. What if diapers.com turns up in Vietnam? Uh, they should talk to us about buying us out. <laughs> That's a good one. And, and Don, regarding right now, you said you're just out of Saigon. Um, what kind of expansion plans do you have? Is that, is that something that uh, you have been thinking about? So what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I mean, we've been thinking about it a lot. I mean, we'd love to go to Hanoi at some point, but we'd like to consolidate as much of the southern market as we can. You know, Vietnam's a very big country, and uh, up until 1975, it's actually two different countries. Right. And so for us to go up to Hanoi would, be, would require a lot of investment and would stretch us in a way that we, we, we're not quite ready for it yet. I mean, we'd like to keep just doing what we're doing uh, in the southern provinces. Mm. So how do you actually get all the brands usually into your website? Do you actually engage them on a door-to-door -door basis? Oh, so in terms of working with suppliers, yeah, I mean, we have pretty good relationships with all our major suppliers. And, you know, we, we try to keep up with them as much as possible. It, it is a relationship business. Do you, then how do you get it transported out then? Well, so usually the supplier will send us a big shipment to our office. We'll store the products. And then when there's an order, we deliver it. There are a few items on the site that are not uh, stored by us. And those we will drop ship. But for the most part, we, you know, we try to stop the inventory as, as much as possible. Um, I know there are... A lot of people are keen on marketplace models, but I think if you're not actually holding the items, it can ruin the customer experience. And then we try to actually just give customers what they want. And aside from diapers, Don, what, what are your biggest sellers on the site? So diapers.com themselves, there are three big categories were, were diapers, baby wipes, and formula. And so we do pretty well in those categories, and we do pretty well in detergent as well. Oh, interesting. Wow. So if you were to pitch to a VC, can you, tell, can you give him one statement why they should invest in you? I think the statement I said earlier about the, the population in Vietnam is incredibly young. The number of smartphones, there are babies and smartphones everywhere here. The opportunity is huge. Mm. So do you, are you going to expand your business out of Vietnam? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think in the, in, in the future, we'd like to be the biggest online baby products company in Southeast Asia, and it probably makes most sense for us to go into Bangkok, Thailand, and Singapore. Those are markets that you know, we, we, we think we know fairly well. Um, our tech partner, uh, Jason Smith, our tech co-founder, is actually based out of Bangkok, and he just had his first child on June 4th. Wow, congrats. Thank you. And the demographics in Thailand are pretty good too. So I mean, I think that's a market that we would do quite well in. But Hanoi is a higher priority for us. 
I understand that you are both now fathers. So do you use your own product for your own diapers too? Uh, I am not a father yet. I will have my first baby on August 14th. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. But yes, we do plan on, on using our babies, um, using the products in the office uh, for our babies. You know, we'll learn the product categories much better this way. Mm. So you have another five minutes. Do you, what do you want to let the audience know or the world out there to know about Tarn Bear that no one else knows? Well, I think we've talked enough about Vietnamese market and the great potential. But I think the thing that I would like listeners to understand is that you know, we have a great team of people that have done e-commerce and startups before. My partner, Jason, was the back-end developer for Grindr, the world's most popular dating app. And last year, he sold a Node.js company and called the Iris Couch. So Jason's one of the few entrepreneurs in the region that have had a, a successful exit and has a long track record of success. And you know, now has, because you know, he just became a father, he understands what the region are and, and why we're doing this. Um, I myself come from a pretty long e-commerce background. I've been in e-commerce for about three years now, and I was with Rocket Internet uh, for more than two years. I was the co-founder and managing director of Zalora Vietnam, and I was the managing director of Food Panda Vietnam. So this is my third e-commerce venture. You know, we see a lot of potential in the market, and it's taken us some time to figure out exactly how to attack the market. But yeah, I, I think we're we're right where we want to be. Cool, and I guess is that you did give us a story about uh, how you came up with the idea for Taiwan Bay, specifically seeing the mom in the grocery store. But I guess your experiences at at uh, you know Rocket Internet and Zalora in Vietnam did those give you kind of the inside insights on the e-commerce market in like Vietnam specifically, or did you pick Vietnam because of the demographics that you've pointed out? Like where, wh why Vietnam, and and why did you get into e-commerce specifically? So two questions. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Vietnam is sort of a family connection. Uh, I'm ethnically Vietnamese. My, my parents uh, were both Vietnamese refugees. I was born and raised in the U.S., but I've been back here for over five years. And I, I came back initially with Rocket Internet. The demographics are something that I think people who just come here will see. They'll notice that it's an incredibly young country. And, you know, when I joined Rocket, one of the things they asked me is, you know, what do you think about doing a business model like Zappos in Vietnam? Mm -hmm. And at the time, this is three years ago, I thought it was probably too early, but I think it's better to be too early than too late. And this is still how I feel. And I think we were too early when we started, and now we're getting closer to the right, the exact right time. So where do my audience find you? Uh, we're on baeandbea.com. That's T-A-E-M-B-E.com. Okay. Do you have Twitter, Facebook pages that you want to plug? Yeah. So it'd be facebook.com slash baeandbea.com. Okay. So, uh, Don, thanks for coming on the show. And we will hope to give you another 15 minutes in another time. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Don. Our show is co-produced by Justin and I. Signing off, I'm Bernard.